Good. All right, so welcome to this, uh, this uh, group coaching webinar. Uh, and it's an audio for you though, mate. So, because we, uh, we can no longer see you, but uh, people can look at my charming face for the next um, 30 minutes. <laughs> Brad Shepard's in the background giving me a, a bit of an odd look like he didn't believe that statement. But, so, you know, well, the hell with him. Uh, hey, to kick off, a lot, of, a lot of people in the program may have met you, may have heard some of your story, and I, but a lot of them wouldn't. So what we were doing is taking this opportunity to, to start to really uh, interview, uh, you know, people on the program have had, you know, success coming through. And uh, what, what I'd like you to do to, first, to start with is just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, to kick off, uh, you know, your, your bit of background, you know, I know that you, um, you went to university. So just, just give us a, a snapshot of, you know, a background of yourself, how old you are, etc. Um, okay, so yeah, my name is Emmanuel, as you guys know. I am currently 27 years old. It's ongoing to my third year as a personal trainer right now, um, and yeah, it's been it's been a crazy journey uh, ever since sort of day uh, day one. I've got I've, I've changed quite a bit in terms of how I run the show, everything from the training systems to actually you know, prospecting and marketing and, and how I do sales to having trainers on board. So it's, it's, it's been, it's been absolutely amazing. And I can't, uh, I can't say exactly, you know, <laughs> how, how I got to where I am right now, but there are definitely some key points on sort of some of the things that I've did. So, um, in in a nutshell, right now I've gotten three trainers that are doing pretty well for themselves. They're they're, they're self autonomous. They they prospect for themselves. They do sales for themselves, um, and it's my role to sort of constantly train and develop uh, them. And that's pretty much what I do on a week in week out basis these days, as opposed to being locked down and uh, I guess uh, in the grind of doing sessions back to back. Great. Yeah. Well, that's um that's definitely gives us a snapshot of where you uh you know where you've come over the last three years. Uh, and I guess the part that I love about your story is that uh you, you know unlike you know somebody's been in the industry for a long time, you know three years is a is a relatively short space to to be in the industry or be in business in general. And you've had some great success. So that's 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 why I really want to take the time to interview today. Now, uh, explain to people where you run your business from, because uh, some may know already, and, and I, I'm assuming a lot wouldn't. So where do you run your business out of? Yeah, cool. So I run um, a personal training uh, company within two uh, 24-7 gyms. Um, you guys would have heard of Plus Fitness. Um, they're not really big in Brisbane or in Melbourne, but it's, it's quite big in, in Sydney. Uh, I've got one in the suburbs in Epping and I've got one closer to the CBD in North Sydney. Um, uh, yeah, so those are the two locations that I'm currently running it at. Uh, at this current moment in time, I'm sort of quite content with with just the two locations. <laughs> it yep. keeps my hands full. So, um, yeah. And in terms of the uh, the, the model, uh, you've got some trainers working for you, three trainers uh, working for you at this point. Uh, the, the model, mate, you pay the rent. Uh, have you negotiated rent to have trainers on? What's the uh, yeah? That's exactly the right. Of so the business model? Yeah, sure. In, initially, um, when I wasn't, when I didn't have any trainers under me, uh, I thought to myself, "Oh, look, how am I gonna, <laughs> how am I gonna piece together a bit of a proposal to go to my franchise owners?" And you know, told them that I can actually run a team. Um, but I think, I think what really did it for me was when, um, 
I sort of just put down the numbers on what exactly the gym would do to benefit from having someone like me on board. And I, I was comparing it to sort of what, what people would do in, in fitness first, where they'd actually have to pay a personal trainer manager, a PTM, to do the job that I was willing to do. On yeah. top of that, I would also do one-ups on the PTM. So the PTM would just sort of look at the business side of things um, and I guess spend a little bit of time here and there. But I'm actually engaging with my trainers and I'm on a more deeper level. Um, I'm doing things such as taking them to personal development with me. Um, I'm taking them to courses with me. I'm, I'm you know, um, doing sales consults with them. I'm teaching them sales. I'm, I'm doing everything that I guess any beginner trainer would sort of want. Yeah. Uh, and from that point, that's when I sort of, uh, I guess, pieced together a bit of like a, a script, so to speak. And I went with that and I went to the franchise owners and I, I said to them, look, okay, um, I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z for your trainers. I'm going to be taking care of hiring. I'm going to be training and developing all the trainers. And all you guys have to do is just sit back and relax. And then from that point, you know, how can a franchise owner say no to that? Um, there's, there's really no, there's really no way that a franchise owner would ever be able to say, you know, no, no to that because I'm still paying them rent. Mm. Great. You know, that, that's it. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good incentive model. And the other part I like is you are solving a problem for a lot of gym owners, yeah. especially in that 24 hour space about, uh, you know, the capabilities of not only recruiting, hiring trainers, having to look after and manage, manage them and, uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that can become a headache. So I guess to have you come in and, uh, you know, show that you have a, a business plan model in place uh, to not only, uh, you know, re- remove some of their frustrations, but also, I guess, client retention will increase all those key points that you would have positioned to them yeah. uh, as a result of that. So the part that I like, if anyone listening, is just that, you know, you saw an opportunity and, and you, you, you capitalised on it and uh, you went for it. And it's that classic saying, don't ask, don't get. So... Uh, mate, you certainly asked and you certainly got. Uh, Next question, mate, for, uh, I mean, I always ask this to anybody in the industry is, you know, why did you become a a personal trainer in the first place? Uh, Sorry, could you just repeat that? You cut up for about five seconds there. Uh, just said, uh, why, why, why become a PT in the first place? You know, I mean, you've got a um, degree, haven't you? And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I'm just seeing a science degree, some, some shape or form. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so I've got a medical science degree at Macquarie University and I actually was going to chase that route down all the way to becoming a dentist. Yeah, right. Sort uh, of, the part uh, of the pun too with the word root in it. Yeah. So to, um, to sort of give you a snapshot on how I decided to become a trainer, at uni I was going to become a dentist and then that's a postgraduate degree. So I went in to my degree thinking that you know i'm going to study really hard and then get into postgrad i actually did a research internship in medicine mm-hmm. um uh at the local research sort of uh, facility at macquarie and i actually had a bit of a thought to myself like i actually did not enjoy at all what the lifestyle of a quote-unquote scientist was yeah right um yeah. now it, it's very boring. It's very, very mundane. You're doing the same things over and over again. And to, you know, at the end of the day, you're just going to print off a piece of paper that's going to exist on the internet for undergrads to, to see. I didn't really see that as a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, in terms of the science route, now over to sort of the dentist route, I was actually working as a dental assistant at the time as well. So that was giving me a bit of insight. And I just saw the same thing again and again and again. So it was, a, it was just 
it, it was just a constant sort of repetition of things that I was generally not passionate about that led me towards, um, you know, a, a, a career in, um, you know, engaging with people and sort of having a chat with uh, people on a regular basis and being able to provide a solution and seeing, you know, the fruits of our labor firsthand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's sort of like a, the, the nutshell story as to why I decided to become a trainer. Yeah, very interesting. I always find it fascinating what's, um, you know, motivated someone to get into this industry and, and start their own business yeah. as well. Um, what was it, was, you know, getting into the, the uh, fitness industry and becoming a personal trainer, then starting a business, uh, was that, did that turn out the way you imagined or was it different? What, what was your experience? Oh man, it was crazy. I, 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 as I told you at the start, I, I wasn't, I'm not actually, a, I had absolutely no foresight that where I am right now is sort of where I, where I would be when I first started as a trainer. Um, all I knew when I started as a trainer was I just wanted to get to a certain amount of sessions and I thought that would be the end of it. Um, yeah. Before I was a trainer, I, I was actually working as a sales receptionist at um, a local gym. And that was for the purpose of being good at sales. So once I worked there for about five months, they were actually going to promote me into a manager position. And I thought, no, that's not really what I want to do. I want to sort of run my own personal trainer business. So I did that. I left, um, I spent about a few months trying to figure out the best place, found the right place and built myself up to 50 sessions quite, quite fast. But then I got there and there was no light at the end of the tunnel because it was just sort of week in, week out, turn up to sessions and then constantly have to prospect, constantly having to sell, constantly having to write programs. And again, there was just no feeling of escape. I mean, the money was coming in, but it was just more than the line of the same things I was experiencing in my previous sort of um, career paths. And I, I knew there had to be some other way. I knew this had to be sort of some way for me to sort of break away from the quote unquote grind yeah and find sort of fulfillment in in what i in what i'm doing so that's when i actually decided to engage with you guys create peter wealth and figure out how to sort of leverage my time and hire trainers um yeah perfect and so um the, the part again then you're like you're you're coming to the industry and then uh you know you were saying i'm just going to get myself busy again hence the desire is that when you started to go, look, I, I really want to build a team. Is that when that all kicked in? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. So I got to 50 sessions. And I got there really, like really, really quick because at that time, all I knew was how to sell. So when you spend five months learning how to sell, you get really good at learning how to sell. <laughs> and I sold and I sold and I sold and I sold and I sold. But it was very, very taxing on my, just on my internals, on my internal sort of soul and, I was getting sick. I just was hating what I was doing. And I thought, you know, I've spent so much time studying. I've spent so much time, you know, investing in myself. Like why aren't I, why aren't, why aren't I seeing, you know, like a decent return, which is, which is what triggered me to figure out, okay, there has to be some other way to make, to make this work. Mm. Yeah. And, and mate, uh, what was, what was some of the key, what was some of the key things that set off a bit of a light bulb for you in, t in terms of doing that? uh what 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 do you mean in doing what like to to break out of that uh you know to go well it's you know uh, that's not again sounds like that's not what you wanted and uh yeah you know, what where was the light bulb moment you go you know what i've really got to build this team or i've got to remove myself from it yeah. what was the, what was some of the was there a pivotal point was it just a combination of things 
yeah no it's it it was it was the it was the whole i suppose getting getting tired constantly um having to have, having to wake up and you know get up at 6 a.m and then get home late yeah because where i was a pt at it was in the suburbs mm. so um and there was also some corporate workers in there as well. So I was having sessions in the morning. I was having sessions at lunch. And then I was, I was having sessions in the evening for the people who worked at the city and he, and he came back at around, you know, six, seven o'clock. Yeah. And I didn't see an end. I, just, I didn't see an end to that. Um, I just constantly saw myself getting more tired, um, getting more sort of, you know, fed up with, you know, dealing with the same people that don't really, you know, uh, fit, fit the times that I want to be in the gym. Um, I guess that's really what triggered it. Triggered the decision to build a team. Yeah. So that you'd say that was some of your, your I guess, your struggles or challenges at that point, right? Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I I knew I, I knew how to make money, but I didn't know how to make money work for me. Yeah. And yeah. so you, you know, to, from that point then, and uh, you know, what what were some of the little things that you started to put into place? So you've had that realization. You're sitting there going, "Well, uh, this I can't see this lasting for too long without getting burnt out, um, without not liking it, whatever the whatever the words you would use to describe that." What what were some of the little things then that you just decided to focus on to to shift that? Because as you know, a lot of people once they get stuck on uh, something stressful. Or a challenge, it, it can be all they see. So, what what did you do differently that just enabled you to start moving out of that? Um, it's really, it's it's really just one thing. Uh, um, I was, I'm always really big on developing myself. I'm, I was always, I'm always really big on um, learning things. I'm always really big on you know hiring people to sort of teach me how, how to do what I can do, but better and when when i was sort of feeling you know fed up with how how i was living um it seemed really obvious to me that i should get some form of coaching in the realms of a business coach because i didn't i had no no experience at all yeah um running a business so i thought to myself it's it just makes sense to hire a business coach i have um for the longest time considered getting a business coach just in in terms of uh, being able to run a business, but I haven't figured out the right one. And when I found Create PT Wealth, it just it just made sense. Like their message was 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 really really clean. It was really really um, clear to me that they could help me do what I wanted to do. So I went to their two day seminar, and you know here I am two years later. Yeah. So so basically, what you're saying is we're pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. That's, That's good. Much it. I agree. Um, no, in all seriousness, that was great. Uh, and, you know, like I've watched you come over the, the last couple of years that you've been involved with this and, uh, you know, just forever, you know, looking at those little next steps to, to move out of your situation, which is what I really like. But, yeah, mm-hmm. um, now, look, just just so uh, people know, you, you've you've had some great su- achievements and success, you know, and for you, what, what are some of those things been? So, like we've heard about, the, you built up quite quick your background where you come from some of the challenges that you had with it uh you know what have been some of the achievements and the success that you've had um to, you know at the moment so uh okay well i think the very first achievement that i've had is as of right now as of right now i only have one session in a week 
and wow. yes, I only have one session 50. in a week. Uh-huh. No, not from, not from 50. When, from when you started, were you doing? You said you were doing about fifty sessions or something. Ah, uh, yeah, I was doing fifty sessions, and I was also doing consults, and I was writing programs for people, and it was just, it was just yeah. Uh, but now I only have one session in a week, and I've got. Uh, and just to that, pause on that, was that fifty? Was that about two years ago, or th- how long ago would that would have uh, been? that that would have been as of right as of as of like around this time. It would have been yep. around two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah, in about two years ago, and uh, essentially, all my income, ninety nine percent of my income, comes from my trainers. And as we speak right now, they're off, you know, prospecting, they're off doing their own sort of, you know, sessions, they're all doing sort of uh, things that, you know, will develop their business. Yeah. Um, and that really, really frees up, frees up my time. So uh, now I'm able to sort of go out and, you know, go to, you know, seminars, more seminars, just continue to develop myself. And then I use that time to then reinvest back into my trainers and it's that knowledge and understanding that what I'm doing right now is making a difference not only to my trainers, but to, to their clients that really gets me kicking. That yeah. really, really gets me motivated to sort of make, make a bit of an impact. And um, uh, yeah, so that, I guess that would be the first sort of uh, achievement. Uh, the second thing is um, when, it, when, it, when, I, when I look back at sort of how I was thinking and sort of my overall mentality before um, I began to run a business, I, I had always come from a mindset that things just had to be really hard. Um, coming from an Asian family, we're, we're just taught, oh, you know, you got you, you to work hard, you got to work your way all the way up to the top. And it doesn't actually need to be like that. It's, it, in fact, if you run a business that's actually, I believe, quite, it's quite amiable that you want to work hard, but it can also be quite, you know, destructing to sort of have that mentality. Yeah. Um, you don't really want business to be hard. You want business to be systemized. You want it to be efficient. You want it to be easy. And um, I'm now, you know, outside of uh, going to Bali and doing a lot of personal development with the internship crew at Create PT Wealth, I'm now able to do um, business really, really easy. And it's so sort of uh, relieving to be able to have that and be able to wake up and just think, my business is is easy. I don't have to work, you know, wake up and, you know, quote unquote, work hard. And, you know, more money is into entering into my bank account in a week now than has ever before. So, um, yeah, it's that sort of mental breakthrough for me that, uh, that I'm really, really appreciating um, right now. Such a, yeah, so those would be the two achievements. Such a big, uh, such a big aha and a big, uh, good lesson for anybody in business and in even hearing it again myself. You know, I, I believe when we talk about working hard, it's 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 more how the person describes it. So in your situation, it was a little bit about from a cultural background, upbringing about that, and you can imagine for the person who has that sitting at a subconscious level, going, "Well, if I'm not." If I'm not feeling like it's hard, or I'm not busting my butt, butt and feeling tired, then I'm then you know maybe you know maybe I can't be successful. So imagine if that was the underlining yeah. current, you know, where on the flip side, you know, like I agree with you, you know, business we can make business as hard or stressful or, or as easy as we want to be because that's attitude. It's an attitude that you turn up with business. So can business be hard? Yeah, you know, can you work hard? Yeah, can you can you have fun? Can it feel easy? all those things are true uh so your message there is quite good and i hear a lot and i've done videos before this whole people talking about this new phrasing of you got to hustle and all that i can't stand it i can't think anything worse 
than associating hustling. It's like you're begging or you're desperate, and it's the, it's the worst term I've ever heard come out yeah. of you know, pe- people in so-called business using. So hustle, why, why the hell would you hustle? You know, so it's about, like you said, being smart, being meticulous, being systematic, and then it, it flows, you know. That's 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 my opinion. So, mate, great, um, great lesson. Really good one that you got as well for yourself. Um, yeah. And as you said, you feel different, right? And the money's flowing in without it having to feel like you've, you know, have to work too hard, you know. Yeah. Um, that's ex- that's exactly right. I mean, like, it's just it's just such an such an awesome feeling. Like I. I regularly get texts from my trainers saying that they've closed sales and you know, I could be doing something completely unrelated to running a business. I could be doing something like working out or I could mm. be just doing something like, uh, I don't know, driving, driving yeah. somewhere. And then I'll get it on my text message. I'll see like a bit of a notification and I'll open it up and it's like, Oh, I just closed person for twice a week. And I'm just, yeah, it's just the best feeling. It is literally the best. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing that beats that feeling money being made sort of when you're not trying to make money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. That's perfect. And I just think, I, I, you know, out of all this interview, I think, you know, there wouldn't be a person who doesn't listen to it that can't have some aha moment, uh, you know, from that alone and make yeah. a very, very valuable point. Uh, if, uh, if we could look at, you know, people in the industry and people running their PT business and they might not be quite where they want to be and, hey, we're all trying to get better and succeed. Uh, but for anybody listening to this or in the future, what would be, I guess, some uh, advice on why you see uh, personal trainers not succeeding or that they aren't getting success? Maybe it's some of what we just talked about, but is there anything that you've seen a witness because, you, you know, you've seen enough of it now to, to go what, why you think they're not? Yeah. Okay. So I've had, yeah, very good. So I've had, I've had about seven trainers, including the trainers I have right now working for me. And um, I, see a, I see a pattern in terms of the, the trainers that don't succeed. Um, and it's really two things. Number one, it is um, their overall energy towards running a business. I guess the predominant role in the fitness industry for personal trainers is being able to run your own sort of show and being able to run a business. A lot of trainers don't understand that and a lot of trainers don't know how to go about running a business and sort of the amount of resilience it takes initially Mm -hmm. to be able to build up your own clientele. Um, I would say that is the first and foremost thing, you know, like uh, how to handle rejection, um, how to overcome, how to, how to overcome sales, how to sell from a um, needs perspective, as opposed to you, you just wanting to get the sale. Um, that would be sort of my first uh, sort of mental blockage that I see most trainers having. The second thing is just overall overall quality of, of their service. I mean, the fitness, the personal trainer industry has been around for what um, quite quite a bit now, and the amount that uh, science sort of changes and constantly updates is is is, is crazy. So. How, how we train now is completely different to how we trained in the past. Like what, what we know now about food and nutrition, what we know now about sort of uh, resistance training and fat loss and how to optimize this through certain, you know, workout protocols is just so, it's just so different to how we did it uh, before. So if you're not constantly up to date on these two things, um, the business side and also the quality of your service, knowing how to train people, knowing the ways around injuries, um, then you're just not going to attract 
you know, anyone yeah. to be, to be honest, you know what I mean? So, um, they don't really teach you any of this stuff in certificate three or certificate four. They just teach you enough to get by, mm. but you really got to source out in third party companies, independent companies that actually are in sort of the, you know, their, their, their hands are dirty. You know, their, their hands are sort of like dirty in the water of, you know, in the mix of training clients and, you know, dealing, dealing with, you know, objections and everything. You need to be spending time around those type of people um, who have these answers and, and getting around them. Um, but trainers just don't get that. Trainers just want to graduate from certificate three and four and, uh, you know, I'll be handed a six figure income. It's, mm. <laughs> it's just not how it works. It's just not how it works. And while it sounds good, you know, and, uh, you know, probably a part of all go, yeah, that'd be awesome. But yeah, I guess you don't learn, uh, you know, truly about yourself or develop, which, uh, which is the thing, the thing that I've noticed about you and I guess other people that I've seen really being successful as a common theme. And it sums up what you just said then, they don't, they don't just stop, you know, get the basics. Of course, if you do the bare minimum, you get the bare minimum return, in my opinion, uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you know, the best you can be, then then you follow the advice that you just gave. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, next, mate, success doesn't always just come purely uh, in, in a financial currency. Uh, a lot of the times when we, we get more success, it, it also means a lot of other different stuff for us in our lives we didn't have before uh, that you get to experience. Yeah. So what, what are some of the other, I guess, success that you've noticed as a result of this going from 50 sessions now to one? Uh, you know, what, what are some of the other personal, uh, I guess, successes you've had as a result of this? Oh, look, just, just straight up the, the freedom of my schedule. Yeah. Um, that, that in itself is a success for me. I mean, to be 27 and, you know, needing to, you know, having to wake up and not having a client to, to sort of walk into, um, not needing to sort of quote unquote set up an alarm clock, so to speak. Um, that, that for me has been one of the biggest things. Um, another like success in terms of my personal life, I'm just able to do things with my, with my girlfriend that, that she wants to do, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. it's not just, oh, you know, I'm a personal trainer, so I need to do personal training things such as, you know, uh, go, go, go to uh, go, go to seminars and she has to tag along or um, she has to be the person to, you know, record me in the gym. Um, she doesn't really want to do that. She wants to spend time and, you know, go to the, go to the movies, go, go to the cinema, go to you know, the city and, you know, have, have nice sort of couple of things to do. And, I, and I'm able to do that. Yeah. Um, because of my free schedule and it's not a matter of, uh, you know, can you make time for this? It's a matter of, um, I like this restaurant. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's, yeah. yeah that, that's essentially, that's essentially it. Um, and the, it's just, just the whole, um, just freedom of my schedule, I, I guess is, is the main, is the main thing yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And, Personally, uh, you know, some personal growth that you've had. If you look at, um, you know, last couple of years, how, how you personally developed and, grow, and grown, what would be some of the areas that you find that um, that's that's happened for you as a result of, you know, the, the work and effort and consistency you put into this? So what's been some of the personal growth you've had? Uh, I think when, when I first started, as I told you before, it was from a mindset of um, – I guess to be honest, it was just desperation and just wanting to sort of prove myself mm. to my family that I could I could really really do this. So now that I actually have a business and I have trainers working under me, um, inside inside I feel sort of some form of 
I guess, accomplishment in, in, in the sense that I'm actually contributing to society now mm. and I'm no longer trying to, you know, come from a standpoint of, you know, look at me, I can, I can do this. It's more of a, um, I'm now doing what I'm doing because I genuinely see the benefit in helping other people. I genuinely see the benefit of me helping, um, my trainers and, um, yeah, uh, that's, that's been one big thing. And also, um, it's, it sounds it sounds really crazy. It sounds really crazy when I say this to myself, but I'm actually teaching other people who are older than me how to make money. <laughs> yeah. You're a little bit older than me, and like I never would have thought about this two years ago. Like I'm just I'm here, you know, teaching people about you know money mindset. I'm te- I'm here teaching people about um how how to how to like the right mindset to have if you want to get to that thirty sessions. How to overcome sales. How to how to overcome objections. Sort of the right you know, attitude that you need to be having. Um, yeah. And yeah. like people, people come to me and they, they're sort of asking, asking me sort of what, what things you need to be doing in order to get to the sessions they want. And, um, to be considered, I guess, in, in that manner is probably one of the biggest personal development things for, uh, for me, I'm slowly transitioning from just, you know, a regular trainer to be mm. me becoming an actual, um, I guess, mentor in the field. Yeah, it's another uh, it's, it's it's another thing, isn't it? Another one of those conceptions that there because you could uh, be driving for forty years but doing it really badly, right? Mm. Uh, or you could be driving for three, four years uh, and uh, haven't really embraced it, learnt learnt all the advanced techniques, how to be dri- better a better driver, do the and you know, or like you talked about earlier, you could um, get your driving lesson uh, done, your license. <laughs> have really bad habits, really poor level of ability, and then just do that for 40 years just because you got your license back then. But, or you could, you know, advance your skills and, and become a, a better driver in, in three years than someone could be in 40. And that's that's my take on that. that yeah. There's plenty of people you can just drift by, get by, and do the bare minimum, don't expand or grow. And my my witness of you in that three years of that you've been in the industry is that you've, you've probably done more education, learning, consistency, being consistent with it in that period of time that I've, that I've seen people that I know personally that started where I would, and they're still at the same, they're at, at the same point they were 21 years ago. They haven't evolved, haven't adapted both personally or professionally and hence why they're in the same spot. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised, mate, you've got people coming to you because uh, once you have success, you know, mo- for most people, they don't really care about, they're not looking at how old you are there or, you know, looking at how do you do it? Right. That's yeah. what they want to know. It's like, yeah. how'd you get that weight off? How'd you get that money? That's what yeah. they want to know. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, that's, that's a very good compliment for yourself and a good reflection of where you're at. Mm. Uh, but the, um, the future's looking pretty good. I'd say for you, um, from, from my perspective and doing the, having the opportunity to work with you personally, uh, what are some of your plans moving forward? Like say the next year or so, what are you, what are you focusing on? What's next for you? Yeah, sure. Right. Okay. So I really decided that this year was a year that I was going to really dig deep into my own development regarding the quality of my service side of things. And what I mean by that is uh, going to courses that taught me how to better train people. So I was always really good in sort of the sales side of things. I was always sort of, I always led towards that side of, of the PT world. But now this year I wanted to spend time really digging deep onto how I can actually increase the quality of my service. And I think this year alone, I spent about 40 grand on just development in general, including yeah. business coaching. Um, 
and you know all the personal development coaching so uh next year my plan is to take what i've learned now now that we've sort of mastered it and are getting people results and really kick it kicking into overdrive in terms of um marketing um it is going to get to the point whereby there's too many trainers in in my gym and i'm going to be able to um do more sort of external marketing and that's what yeah. i'm really looking to do later on down the track um potentially considering a third location down the line but at this moment in time at this moment in time it's just i need one more trainer i need to get my session my trainers that i currently have at 30 one of them is at 30 one's at 20 and two of them are at 20 um and uh once i do have that again just just picking up my marketing game and learning how to do all that kind of stuff because it's a different mindset altogether yeah it's a different mindset altogether i would say the marketing that goes in the gym is not really marketing that's more sales because prospecting is you going to the person and you trying to upsell them onto an initial consult yeah um that in itself is a sales process whereas marketing is more of a attraction based sort of methodology whereby um people come to you and people get your number and they they contact you that's the skill set that i'm currently trying to increase on yeah um and once I've got that down packed, I've got a pretty, pretty, pretty good business um, that's, that would be self-sustaining. So I love it. Yeah, that, that's my, that's my uh, future goals. The one thing that I'd just like to, uh, I guess, highlight out of, out of all that that just stood out for me and, and, and mostly because I related to it is when you said, you, you know, you invested about 40 about forty thousand dollars this year, and uh, you know, personal development, yep. business development, and uh, I believe you can do that and not get a return. So there's two parts to what I'm about to say. One part is that you you invest the money, and it's up to us, whoever is investing the money, to get the most out of it, right? So that's the one part that uh, you can. I've seen people invest money in education, that, and again, not not utilize it, not put it to their their full full ability. The next part is that uh, knowing what your your business is currently, you know, generating on a weekly basis, it's um, it's up there in it between five to six grand a week. If um, if we're able to say that, yep. Uh, if you look at that, then over a course of a of a year, it's it's like if that was your average, um, you know, we're talking over three hundred grand. Now, it's a small, very small percentage. Uh, in reference to what you pay, but the reason I bring it up is because I fell in this trap myself in years gone by where you, you look at it and go, wow, it's a, it's a decent amount. You say to the average person, hey, come and invest 40 grand, you know, in yourself for a year. No way. <laughs> um, it, it can seem Not like a lot. Happen. However, we wouldn't hesitate. Yeah. Most people wouldn't hesitate to spend it on a car, um, yeah. a European holiday, because we're taught that, you know, that's the money, that's the stuff you spend money on, right, is that you, you spend money on material stuff oh. or physical physical yeah. stuff you know because yeah. you can justify it but then when you go and investing in yourself like that it's you don't see the return right you know, yeah it's like you're investing in you you're what are you investing in well i'm going to get some knowledge and all that so i think it's just a really important point and i'd say for most everyone on the call today or, or this webinar who's, who's clients of ours I, I, I believe they would get that because you guys yeah. listen you, you do invest this is probably for people that beyond the program really needs to hear that um you know you look at what you've invested time, energy and money mate, to get to where you are. And it's, um, you know, I guess my question to you mate is like, you, you don't really know, do you? When you do it at the start, what's going to pan out, how it's going to pan out. But yeah. how was it, how were you able to invest that money 
Uh, yeah, look, that, look, when you, what was your thinking around doing it? That that's what makes it so fun, though. To be honest, <laughs> I like, agree. Like, the, un- the uncertainty, the uncertainty of it all. Yeah. I mean, to some extent, you know, you, you when when I went to your you know seminar, you obviously had to have shown me value. You obviously had to show me that you are professionals in your field, right? So that part is a given. Um, yeah. But once the once the money is sort of you know paid for and everything. That's what really, really, really gets you going, doesn't it? Sort of does that, for me. I oh, know it does yeah. for me. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone's different. But yeah, it's just you know, I'm, I'm, I like this conversation because it's you know, it's a, for the average person or most people, it's a, it's a decent amount to invest in some yeah. kind of thing. You can't, you know, you're not getting into your business coaching every day, are you? You're not driving it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And I don't think business coaching works in that way. Like if, if yeah. you if you get a call every day, that's sort of spoon feeding you. That that's not really how business should be run, in my personal opinion. Like um, you don't want to be on a on on sort of like some form of leash whereby um, you okay. sort of become you sort of become the child of your business coach, like in <laughs> the business of your mother. Yeah, um, oh, it's not. I, I, that's not what I, you want. I agree, mate. I just mean like you know, it's it's easy to justify buying a car because you you know you're getting in it every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than you know you know you can't physically see you know yeah you can't physically see it when you're investing um, in yourself. You got to you got to invest in uh, you know like the thing that I learned, which is what I'm hearing from you, and I guess I'm summing up the point is that we we we've got to invest not just financially, but we've got to invest wholeheartedly in ourselves yeah. if we want the success that we've been talking about and the stuff that you've experienced. So it's, we've got to stand up for ourselves. We've got to put ourselves first. You know, you, you, you got to do the things you said where, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be hard, but, but it's, it's about investing in ourselves. If we truly want the, uh, the score on the, uh, on the scoreboard to change and alter, we, we've got to do these things. Um, mm. Hence that for most it could be quite scary, you know, or exciting depending on how you look at it. I think they see fear and excitement sits side by side. So, I mean, the way I like to look at it is this. You get all the top athletes in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Federer, anyone who ever had any high success in sport has coaches upon coaches upon coaches and each in their own professional field, right? So you got people like Roger Federer who has like physios, who has trainers, who has like massage therapists, who has like chiros, who has nutritionists, um, exercise physiologists. Like that's all part of his team. Mm. And they don't get to where they are just by themselves, right? They get to where they are by surrounding themselves with people who can actually take them to the levels that they want to be taken to. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just um, understanding that that really enables me to be able to openly and willingly invest into um, coaches regardless of the cost. Yeah. Um, Cause it just, it's just one of those, it's just there's one of those things that is a law of the universe. Um, you put yourself in the best position that you can possibly have to win and to succeed. And if you, if you do that, then your chances of getting that to where you want to be are a lot higher. Um, I'm not saying that you can do I'm not saying that in terms of business, are you able to do it yourself? I mean, you could, you yeah. could do it by yourself. And you can, yeah. But do you want to, we- do you want to spend your time failing or do you want to spend your time, you know, just doing what needs to be done? And then um, sort of shortcutting your learning. I just feel like that's a lot more uh, efficient for me. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And my favourite saying is, you know, to, to myself and others is you've got to put yourself in a position to win. Now, you know, if, you, if you're sitting back complaining about something and you're not taking some action and to change it, then it's, you know, you're a victim in it. So I like that phrase, you know, put yourself in the wind. You know, don't sit back going, oh, they're not doing this, not doing this. Well, you know, get, you know, do whatever it takes to get yourself there, right? And it just made me think of an example um, on the weekend. I bought my daughter this ice cream from Coal Rock. She's had three licks of it, knocked it over, and it's gone. It's hit the deck, you know. Yeah. And um, she's sitting there, obviously, I could see the look on her face, you know, like imagine a seven-year-old, you know, just being pumped up back getting this ice cream all day and then three licks and it's gone, you know. Yeah. She's looking, she's looking at me and I'm going, she's going, can I get another one? I go, well... You can, but you're going to have to go and ask him for it, you know, because you know, <laughs> I'm not really going to pay for another one, you know, and yeah. I would have, but I wanted to give her the lesson of going, well, so she's walked back up and I've gone, do you really want this? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I do. And I go, well, you can just ask him, tell him what happened. And um, you can't, you can only ask, you know, but you know, when you ask, ask like you feel like you really deserve it, you know, not with the tears or not with, you know, um, you know, I'm trying to explain it to the audience here, the adults not using manipulation, I'm trying to get someone to feel sorry for you. It's, it's to go up there and say, look, um, I, you know, I just bought the ice cream here. No, it's not your problem. Just that three licks of it in her kid language, but you know, it's, it fell off. I'd really like another one. Could you help me? You know? Um, and that's the same thing. It's like most people can sit back and just, you know, complain about it or cry about it, whatever. And I wanted to give her that lesson that, you know, in those situations, you, you, well, the only way you're going to get another one is if she went up and asked. Mm. Interesting enough, of course, they she got it, you know. Um, but it wouldn't have mattered if they said no, you have to pay for it or not. The, the fact of the matter that she learned that when things don't always go right, you've got to put yourself in a position that you can change it. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, um, look, been fantastic having you on today. I, I just want to say, uh, firstly, you're, you're a, a true representation of when you're really committed and serious about achieving something, how you can and how you can do it in, in a time as, as quick as you have if you're prepared to, to you know, do what's right, put the effort in and, uh, you know, keep persisting and chipping away, which is what, what you do. So those little 1% things every day that get you there so mate from my perspective uh thanks for being such you know for myself as well i've had the chance to watch you and, and work with you and it's been a great source of inspiration for me and mate, I, I you know i really commend you and all the work that you've done and the success you've had both personally and you know professionally so mate thanks for taking the time for being on here today no worries no worries thank you very much for having me my pleasure now if um if anyone's uh you know hit a couple of curiosity buttons, you know, from what they've heard today. I'm, um, you know, I'm sure you can, uh, you know, feel free to send, send us some messages. If there's anything you'd like, like to ask, email now's the ch ch uh, time to do it. So if you, anybody got any questions that they'd like to ask, um, just uh, type in yes that you do and I can uh, unmute you and uh, you can ask Eman. If not, then, uh, Mate, I'm sure you're going to get someone asking you something at one of the internship days or something. That's okay. No worries, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'll uh, I'll wrap it up there. Mate, once again, thanks very much for your time today, and I look forward to seeing you down in Sydney uh, this week. Yeah, no worries. Awesome, man. I'll see you on right. the Wednesday. All right. And uh, goodbye to all, everybody else on the call today. Thanks, Evan, and thanks for making the time to be on here. Bye-bye. Right. Thanks, guys. See ya.